Radio Maria England presents The Morning Show. Good morning, good morning. This is Helena and it is The Morning Show at Radio Maria England. And today is Tuesday, which means I've got guest host, Father Toby Lees. Hello, Father Toby. Hello, Helena. Hello, everyone. Good to be with you. I almost called you Sir Toby. I don't know. I think it's because it's... Anyway, <laughs> I think it was the drum roll. I was like, oh, I've got to go with a big thing. But Father Toby is just as good, just as good. Uh, Father Toby, we have gotten the list, the green list of countries and places to travel to. And uh, it doesn't change much of my travel plans. I still plan on staying stateside in England but have have any of them uh ooh perked your ears you're like ooh I'm going to I'm going to try to head out to Australia or Portugal well I, the 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 one which uh most excited me in, in terms of somewhere that I could get to is Portugal and then I could walk some of the camino <gasps> in in Portugal that's a great plus. idea Portugal is an awesome country like beautiful churches and it's cheap, which is pretty important from a fries perspective. <laughs> Maybe I should. We've been, we've been keep people keep saying go to France. I mean, it's not on the list, everybody. Just to be no. clear, France is not on the green list. But I, I, I we never thought about Portugal. Oh, isn't it warmer as well? Is it a warm like? Yeah, it's it, it's 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 pretty warm. But you know, by the coast, you've got that sort of generally that nice sea breeze um, that you get. I walked about. Four, maybe four summers ago, now I, I walked from uh, Porto to, to Santiago de Compostela um, as my as my summer holiday, and uh, it was it was magnificent. How really, long did really it take you? Time. I think it was about uh, ten ten or eleven days. I love it. How many um, how many miles a day did you end up like? Does it take? I walk about twenty miles a day. Oh. Uh, like that's slightly more than most people do, but. I, I walk quite quickly. I blame it on my mother because she she's a waitress, and when I was she walks pretty fast. And when I was young and had little legs, I had, they had to move very fast to Aww. try and keep up with her. And uh, now they go at the same pace, but they're a little bit longer, which Aww. results in fairly fast walking. It's true as a waitress. Uh, so I did from the, being in theatre. You you all do your fair share of waitressing, and so that did we do walk fast. Now that I think about it, my yeah. goodness. Speaking of your mom, uh, she, uh, her, well, it's not her, but your dad is from Australia and they're on the green list as well. Yeah, but you wouldn't be allowed to go. Why not? Because uh, they're not letting people in from outside. Oh. oh. Yeah, so, you know, sort of one of those strange oh. situations where. It's like hanging bit, the carrot, like the come and get it, but you can't yeah. get it. Oh. A bit like the Orthodox when they come to a Catholic church and, you know. We're we're allowed to give them the sacraments, but they're not allowed to receive them from their church. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, so in this case, you know, we're we're allowed to go to Australia, but they are they're not allowed to receive us. Oh, stopping at the border. Oh, I, uh, listen, everybody, listen, please, please, don't try to book tickets to Australia. They're not. As Father Toby says, they're not letting you in. Double check and make sure. Oh no! Oh no! Um, is New Zealand? Do you know about New Zealand? Are they letting us in? I'm not sure. Um, although they were in the at least in the early stages of of the virus, and it just as sort of isolationist as Australia, if not if not more so. 
Yeah. Um, I wonder if they're letting, if they're, they're like, nope, nope. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to stay safe for a little bit longer, a little bit longer, yeah. a little bit longer. Oh, you've gotten to travel loads, though, uh, as you not as a missionary changing lives, but, <laughs> but as a but as doing wedding ceremonies. Oh, share with us some of your favorite spots. Well, not favorites, but some of your amazing travels that you've had to you've had to travel to to do weddings. Well, I was I was incredibly lucky. My first uh, sort of wedding that I officiated at as a as a as a deacon. Um, was one of my best friends from university and uh and he he's not catholic himself but his his wife is and so i had the the very strange situation i i was his best man for his civil wedding in england um which i think rather through the uh the civil registrar who <laughs> who came for that to see a priest in the in the well, a deacon at the time in 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 the, in the front row which may have accounted for her calling him Alexandra rather than Alexander. I think she looked a little bit flustered. And uh, were you wearing the full robe and everything, or just yeah? <laughs> yes. And uh, and so that 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 was fantastic to be able to be sort of best man um, at the wedding in uh, in Chepstow, in Wales. And then um, most of the Catholics in the family were in South Africa, and they uh, they very kindly flew flew me out for uh for the wedding in in south africa which was just magnificent it was in in cape town at a church called st james's which was just the other side of the road from the beach Ooh. and then the uh the wedding reception was yeah in a in a beautiful vineyard um and yeah it was brilliant we had some cr cr cricket match whilst the wedding reception went on it was <laughs> it was it was awesome that is awesome uh, oh how fun is that yeah and then I, I was been very lucky with um, one of one of my best friend, another best friend from from university, who was an atheist whilst we were studying together. But he he was always interested in the faith, and somehow he uh, sort of fell in with a with a, a group of us, a couple of whom were were pretty religious, and uh, we used to we used to travel to Rome each year to go and visit a friend who. Um, had been part of that group who was in in seminary and had the pattern of we'd go into a church and Robin would ask what he thought was a sort of a testing theological mm -hmm. or philosophical question and then we'd you know go and have a beer and discuss it some more and go to another church another question another beer um it was pretty pretty happy pattern to the to the days but eventually <laughs> after after having children he he contacted me and he just said that something had moved him that he needed to take his children to uh, to mass at Easter, and uh, and decided that now he needed to become a Catholic, and uh, so he said he'd he'd read up online about how one becomes a Catholic and that you needed an instructor, and so he t told me that I I would be that instructor. It wasn't <laughs> would you like to? It was like please you will be instructing me. And uh, that he lives he lives in the states, but would come over to to England quite often for for business. And then I had the real joy and amazing experience of of going out there for his uh, sac the sacramentalization of his of his marriage. So essentially, convalidation of of the of the marriage because the 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 initial marriage had been out outside of the church. Um, then. In the same service, uh, my friend Robin was was confirmed and, and received into the church, 
and then uh and then one of his one of his children was was baptized in the same <laughs> service so, so there was quite a lot of sacramental theology in that homily oh, they were getting their bang for their money for them <laughs> yeah exactly once 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 one service a lot of sacraments bus, tick 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 <laughs> yeah oh that's beautiful see uh, listeners, guys, you, it doesn't have to be... Well, there's two things we're learning this morning. One, you don't have to sit down and be like, this is the Bible, here's this and this, this. You can just go go physically and visit a place with someone and then just talk to them about it afterwards over a drink or some fish and chips or some halloumi fries. Mm. <laughs> halloumi fries, that sounds good. I've not had those, oh but I like my. halloumi. Oh my! You don't, and I you, like fries. Oh, don't stay away from them. So, or, 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 what is it? It's, uh, it's like, oh, they do. They fry vegetables, but they fry it in something fancy batter, and they call it something fancy. Poco. Like tempura. Tempura. Vegetables. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. Tempura. Get some tempura vegetables and a nice lager, and then talk about what you saw or you felt in the chat. Oh, I love it. And then the second thing we learned this morning is. As a vocation, you know, if you want to travel, it, priests aren't just stuck to one little parish. You can go traveling around, as we can clearly see from your passport, Father Toby, with all the stamps from all the different places. Yeah, not another highlight was Bermuda, but you know, we can save, can save that story for another time. Was that but another was, friend from school? Pretty, that was a, a friend from whilst I was a, a student brother in Oxford, and he was from the States. And uh, and studying at Blackfriars in Oxford, and his uh, delightful wife is from Bermuda. Oh my goodness! Uh, I was yeah. oh, I've got a I've got a husband from Cambridge, so, so I mean it's it is sunny, so I won't I won't say too much. But uh, if maybe I could have found someone from, from sunny South Africa. Oh well, yeah. oh well. But Cambridge is fantastic for pubs, and particularly pubs with good pub gardens, which has go. been pretty pretty important in this uh, time in our lives. It's true. It's true. I'm going out with the uh, the the late the mamas on this Saturday. A bunch of us moms are getting together to go. Well, I love it because we get dressed up. <laughs> we don't have any other reason to dress up, but for us and going out on Saturday, we're going to go out and we're just going to um, an outdoor garden, which is very exciting. Before which pub? oh, it's called the Waterman. It's been redone up okay. in Cambridge. They've got this lovely. It was there was a shed that was a part of it. it. The pub before that really didn't have anything to do with it. But this, the new guy that's done it up, has made it really nice. Um, it's very there's like a lot of weird sports things around it. But um, I think we're gonna talk the owner into letting us show Eurovision next Saturday. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's next week's topic, Father Toby. <laughs> just you wait, yeah. <laughs> just you wait. Um, but I, I it's uh, he did do it a couple of years ago, so I'm hoping he'll let us. Oh, unless there's some kind of important football, our our Eurovision always gets trumped or whatever by a rugby match or a sports match. That that new football thing's not going to happen, is it? The no, no, no. The the one where they they were supposed to go to Turkey. It's two British. The Champions teams. League final. Yeah, when's that? Is that not next week? I'm not. I can't. I'm not sure of the date of that. We don't know what's, everybody. What's going to happen? Whether it will be in Istanbul or not. We'll find out. Um, keep keep posted to Radio Maria England, and we <laughs> we might give you an update. We yeah. might just say what we think. Yeah, there are other sources of information for this, but. Uh, <laughs> 
it's might not be your quickest one. No, we 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 probably won't be. We won't be. Oh, speaking of weddings, you said that you, your father, this is all background. So Australia's open, but we can't go. They won't let us in. And your father's from Australia. And you said they have, a, you, they had a, your father and mother had a lovely meeting story and you wouldn't mind sharing it. Yeah, my, uh, my mother is a, is a waitress at the, at the Hard Rock Cafe. In, in London. London? Yeah. Oh. Um, which is slightly strange given that she doesn't really like um <laughs> like burgers or that would never be her go go to meal and she definitely doesn't like hard rock music but big tips uh, but, tourist but tips none, none, yeah none, nonetheless she's worked there since 1971 um she's sort of one of the the original group of waitresses oh wow does and, she get like uh, a special badge we, they do get they get um they get badges sort of uh, every year of service you've done so oh. she's got she's got quite a few of those and there's quite a trade actually in in hard rock pins um oh i love that does it do the like the different waitresses from different countries like trade them and stuff or is it like well gen- like if you if you go so when my mum uh would come out to to see me in rome she would sort of ask the the manager in London, if she could have a few pins to take out and uh, and swap with the <gasps> swap with the staff in Rome, because they do they do sort of um, pins that are like specific to the location. Yeah, so yeah. say in, in London, you might have one with the the Tower of London on it, whereas in in Rome, you might have a, sort of the Hard Rock pin with the, the with some St Peter's on it or the, the Coliseum or something else. I love that. We do that in Girl Scouts where you go to big Girl Scout jamborees and you, you, you design your own pin or whatever for your troop and then you swap them with, it, it might not be a very fancy thing. It might be like just little beads or something and you swap them with the other Girl Scouts. Oh, you do that with, oh, next time I go, listeners, if you go to Hard Rock, check out, like have an extra good look at the badges or the pins on them and be like, oh, and maybe this could be a fun thing for you. I I suggested this father toby to we were doing a series about english marian shrines and yep. you were on that show and we, we talked to i think it was duncaster and they were trying to figure out how to beef up their um they had just gotten a new book about their shrine and i said you know what you need you need badges or pins and then you should go to each different english marian shrine or pilgrimage site with your different pins and like collect and swap and whatnot there you go yeah. i think i told father lou lawrence that oh we need a rosary shrine pin Uh-oh. yeah no, that's not a bad idea now, i'm gonna bring yeah. you i'm gonna bring you a i'm gonna see you on the 29th you i'm could... gonna bring you a badge a radio maria england badge oh, oh excellent make that on my to-do list all right now back to your mom and your dad sorry go for it yeah so he uh he came over with some friends from from university from australia and i think on their sort of penultimate day uh they decided to go f- well they went from a meal at, at the hard rock but it was more because they could still have another drink um because everywhere else was shut and if they got some food at the hard rock they could continue to, to have a couple more beers or wine or whatever they were drinking and uh my mum uh served them and the next day essentially my dad came back with a with a bunch of flowers and asked if he could it was his last day in england and asked if he could take my mum out on a date and uh and the way she tells the story she said she hoped a little bit that the manager would say no because she wanted to work that day and earn some money but the manager said yes 
and uh, then you know she said they had a lovely time, and uh, <laughs> then she didn't, hear, didn't, she didn't hear from him for uh, months, and she was a little bit surprised. And it turned out on his journey back to Australia, he he'd stayed somewhere in the Far East and got incredibly sick and mm-hmm. nearly died and was in hospital for quite some time. Um, but anyway, eventually back in Australia and recovered, he did get in touch and then they they wrote to one another for quite a while. And then my mum decided to move out to Australia, but to make it very, very clear that she was moving out to Australia and that she would see him whilst she was there, but it wasn't in order to uh, like go check up with him or anything. So she went, she went and lived, she lived in a different state. She went up and worked in Queensland and he, he lived in New South Wales. So she found herself a job up there and, uh, and then they sort of dated long distance for a while. Um, though less long distance than England or Australia <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and eventually got married, married out in Australia. I love that. Uh, how, yeah. how did what's so it got? It was love over a burger, but I mean, you know, slightly better than a, than a McDonald's story. So. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Music was involved. It may have been oh. hardcore music, but it was there. Yeah, although um, neither of them like hard rock music. My dad liked like really sort of dirgy, sad Australian country and western, <laughs> um, like really depressing stuff to listen to. Oh. And uh, yeah, and my mum just much prefers classical. It's kind of like that um, the, the mu- musical on the town where the sailors come and Gene Kelly sees the ballerina and he's like, "Come out! I've got one this one night. Just come on out with us. Just come on out with us." And that changed everything. Well, I don't know yeah. if it changed everything. The movie doesn't tell you, but in this case, it did. It did. Oh. But it is there are there you know there are moments in our lives and kind of decisions we can make. I I don't I don't believe that sort of god sets up forks in in the road and that if you don't if you don't choose right according to his plan somehow you're condemned the rest of your life to to misery but nonetheless the the choices that that we make and i think particularly the 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 bold the bold the bold ones can can really sort of define a life and give give shape to it and uh it's true it's so true. It's so true in 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 theater. So as an actress, when you learn, um, you you dissect the script and whatever, and you you figure out what is the character's choices. And because each one of them, you watch people in movies and stuff, you're like, oh, it's just it's a natural thing. But no, there's so much thought that goes in between. All right. So this is my next step. I know my lines say this, so apparently the character chooses this. But then how how does it happen? That's sort of like it's it, you've got the script in front of you. You know what's got what you're going to say. Is that is that kind of how anyway? And then but as the actress, as the actor, you've got to fulfill it. You've got to fill in the the gaps that the the words don't say, and you've got to put action to it and different actions can take it to different things and that's what the lord you're right that's the lord doesn't have forks we he knows i don't know what i'm saying but he knows yeah. he's there with us as well and he's 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 it's not yeah, like I think any decision that we that we that we sort of choose seeking we can know 
broadly what's in line with God's wisdom. I think that it's important discernment. Some people think um, that if I pray hard enough in any situation, God will tell me what to do. But it doesn't seem to me to be that, that that's the way that God normally works. Like occasionally with, with particular prophets, um, you know, he, he seems to give them like a definite direction of I want you to do this. But the the prophets are exceptional, not not the norm. Mm-hmm. And God normally works through mediation, so you know a, a revelation to one person, which is then is to be communicated to others, and so received in, in di- indirectly. And so we we know, thanks be to God, through the the revelation of Jesus Christ, um, you know the fullness of revelation now. And so we can know what is in accord with God's wisdom, because that's been that's been revealed to us. And so, with, with any particular decision that that we have or th- thinking about doing, we can say, does this does does this lie within God's God's wisdom? Could this be in in a, in accord with his with his with his moral law? But what I don't think he does is say, yeah. And between these good things that you're deliberating about you should pick this particular um one there's a there's a role for for temperament and for the and for the character that 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 we are and um and and it and it's not a it's not a a bad or a wrong thing in in discernment of life decisions to think well what will i be happiest doing um but i think a lot of people get stuck waiting for a sign of what they should definitely do so so fearful of making the wrong decision but the only wrong decision is a is a immoral decision and and you know and that we shouldn't really be we shouldn't be contemplating making the immoral decision in the first place mm-hmm. so once we've established what is a potentially good thing to do then we can do that with confidence knowing that whatever we that we do if we do it with the genuine sort of desire to to please to please god and to act in in accord with his will then he'll um he'll be there in that and there's a there's a wonderful prayer by um thomas merton um which sort of touches on this and which i really like and he says my my lord god i have no idea where i am going i do not see the road ahead of me i cannot know for certain where where it will end nor do i really know myself and the fact that I think I'm following your will does not mean that I'm actually doing so. But I believe that the, that the desire to please you does, in fact, please you. And it goes on. But I think it's really important just to remember that the desire to please you does, in fact, please you. Oh, that's so beautiful. Oh, Father Toby, I feel like this is thank you, first of all, because this is what I'm going to put on my confirmation students cards, because this is so that's so just the desire to want to please you is enough and um, oh yeah. community radio Marie England community remember that just the desire to to want to please god is enough and, and then the important thing is the more that we grow in virtue and that's something we can be quite deliberate about cultivating particularly the the cardinal virtues which are the key to the the moral life so prudence justice temperance and fortitude the more that we grow in virtue the more we can trust our instincts Mm. Um, and more that we can trust our our our, our desires, because our our desires have been been purified by us becoming 
virtuous. And it's interesting what you're saying about characters and and thinking about virtues because in 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 Line of Duty, obviously the, <laughs> which is like being the TV sensation, um, a lot of the 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 characters in that the act the actors they they didn't know who was going to be h or the mm-hmm. fourth the fourth man at the end and uh and and the catholic character um who's in it hastings who's become sort of famous for all his uh sort of little <laughs> catholic catchphrases like constantly going sort of mother of god and you know, <laughs> jesus mary joseph and the wee donkey um except in a better northern irish accent than that um which in itself actually is important to say i think some people might think of that as blasphemy but when when he's doing it i i really think that there is a way you do it where it's it's a prayer you yeah. in, a, in a situation of exasperation you're 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 bringing the blessed mother into it yes. you're bringing the holy family in into it and we and if we're we're worried about those the way those words come into our on our, our lips we can always just add a couple of extra words to turn it <laughs> into prayer so if we say mother of god help me yes, yes. um but uh but he 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 was uh, being interviewed about the the whole denouement of the of the series, and he said he was really hoping his character wouldn't end up being the the corrupt one because that's not the way he'd grown to understand his character, and that's not the way he was playing his character. Oh. He wasn't playing his character as somebody who yeah. who who would be capable of 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 doing what uh you know what the what the fourth the fourth man had had done or was doing oh Oh. we're not saying so just for everybody knows father toby isn't saying he's not doing any spoilers we're not saying that he was the fourth person we're not saying that he isn't but anyway you'll have to watch the series yourself no spoilers on Radio Marie. Or did you just spoil it? Oh no, Father Toby. No, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I didn't I'm okay, pretty no sure I gave nothing away in that. Gave nothing away. Gave nothing away. Oh, but yeah. you gave you have given us so much. Oh, I love it. We started just talking about where we gonna travels and whatnot. And in the end we we come to remembering that the Lord is with us, traveling with us, and that as long as we let him it's not, let him be our compass. But take the the confidence to get on the boat, then we are we're moving. Get on that plane or stay in England. You don't have to go to the yeah. green countries. You can stay here as well. But be confident yeah. in what you're doing. We're not we're not free until we sort of truly commit to things with 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 all of us. If we live life on the on the level of sort of just constantly being doing everything in a in a tentative fashion then then we can't give ourselves wholly to things and, and more importantly to, to people and 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 it's only once we, we we give all of ourselves to things that are the, that are worthy of all of our, ourselves that i think we become truly happy and, and truly free amen amen oh father toby thank you so much for joining us Everybody out there, you're you're driving, maybe you're cooking your breakfast. You're not you're you're probably already got your breakfast done, but listen in with us. What it has have you had an experience where you knew that God was not speaking to you, but speaking through someone else, giving you the discernment through others, uh, interceding through others, guiding you and 
Did you take that step? Were you confident enough in it? Give us an email. Share your story with us. I'd love one. I'd love to hear it. Two, I'm sure there's people out there that would love to hear it as well and know that they are in. They took that same step and and there's positives to all of it. Give us an email at info at radiomariaengland.uk. You can leave a voicemail, a text or a WhatsApp to 07502385010. You can send us a message on Facebook, on Radio Maria England or Instagram. Um, and yeah, we'll share your stories with us because as you heard from Father Toby, <laughs> it's amazing what we can learn from one another. And who knows, your story might be God sharing advice to another person. Oh, thank you, Father Toby, for joining us. Next week, be prepared for Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> and could you could you um, end our, our morning in a prayer, please? Yeah, maybe I'll just uh, read out the entirety of that, yes! that little prayer from Merton. Yes, Thomas Merton. Oh. Yes, here we go. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. My, my Lord God, I have no idea where I'm going. I do not see the road ahead of me, and I cannot know for certain where it will end nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope that I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore will I trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father Toby. Have a blessed day. Thank you. God bless all of you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.